The Forum at 8 on SAFM. It's nine minutes after eight. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Forum at Eight this morning. Now, today we're talking about job hogging and asking, you know, many questions around this particular phenomenon. Now, youth unemployment is arguably one of the greatest challenges facing South Africa today. And one of our listeners and a regular caller from Cape Town, KGM, has sparked an interesting conversation around ways to possibly curb unemployment. And he said, suggests that if people held one job instead of multiple part-time jobs, there would be more work opportunities for all South Africans. So what we're asking you this morning on the Forum at 8 is uh, whether job hogging is a problem in a country with increasing unemployment rates and what are some of the reasons do you believe uh, for job hogging? Let us know what your views are on 891 Tweet or Facebook us at AM Live on SAFM or you can also get in touch with us via SMS on the number 34701. And with that, it's time to say good morning to KGM, who joins us this morning from our Port Elizabeth studios. Thanks for speaking to us. Good morning, Sakina. Good morning to your listeners. Now, uh, you obviously have started, you know, a very interesting, if controversial, uh, debate around this issue of job hogging. But um, you go on to say that you believe that unemployment is deliberately created as part of the vehicles that are used to sustain the status quo, um, where the rich becomes richer and the poor become poorer. Please explain to us your train of thought. All right, thanks, thanks, Sakina, and I'm humbled for your invitation. Um, Sakina, this is fact. I mean, people, I know that I'm going to get attacked. Uh, I was listening earlier to some of your colleagues, uh, even though it was at a lighter note. Uh, I'm, I'm prepared to read the news if, if <laughs> it's not the case. But I know that there are better read news, uh, rather news readers out there. If given an opportunity, they would, they would definitely do that. But I'm not being personal or anything, Sakina. L- let me give you an ex- example, which is what, what I actually illustrated in 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 my article and i can start right from the top i mean let's take president zuma for instance i invited him i hope he's listening uh, president zuma is the president of the political party as we know and he has been deployed as the leader of the party to be the leader of government now whether you like it or not anc is paying president zuma for that position and similarly you're going to hear all sorts of excuses that are going to come through from uh, the likes of uh, executive uh, p- positions or people holding positions of power. This serves to people uh, like executive directors, for instance. They, they create this notion that these positions uh, are voluntary. Sakina, there's nothing like voluntary. Uh, these people are given packs. You know, you can talk about members of parliament. I'm, I'm dealing with the executive at the moment. Members of parliament uh, are given packs that if a non-employed person was to be given those packs, there's no need for you to be employed. I mean, they, they get food for free. They get cars for free. They travel for free. They get all of all sorts of freebies, medical aid, housing allowances, and so forth. Now, when, when, when we talk about employment, they create this notion of it's about giving people money per se. They, they forget that money is given to be converted into covering our basic needs. Now, I'm not going to buy that story. You can move from President Zuma to his executive and to the rest of the government departments. How many people in government departments have different jobs 
in a sense that it it might not be in government per se, but he's holding a position in government. He's running a company that is servicing the very same department or a different department but the same government where he's working. Now, you can't tell me that's not a job. You're getting money, and that's the bottom line. Now, if, if we, we are going to be honest as a, as a society, as a people, and we claim to care as much as we, we do, why are we caring enough for ourselves as opposed to care enough to have a balanced uh, society? The, the flip side of the coin, Sakina, is that people don't understand, or maybe they ignore this. What I mean by claiming that they create this this unemployment, they they don't only create unemployment, they also create crime. Now, I'm sorry to give this as an example. Recently, one of your colleagues, um, the, the the television uh, reporter, the news reporter, um, got robbed live on TV. Voyom Vogo. Vogo got robbed live on TV. Now, we can say whatever we want to say about that, and I'm not condoning that situation at all. But if, if you look into what get people to, to go to the point of desperation to a level where they steal simple, what we term, people in affluent people would say simple things like cell phone. If you, if you convert that into money, the fact that you bought it for 10,000, 15,000, the person steals it and goes sell it for a thousand rent, that thousand rent makes a huge difference in that person's life. Now, we, we seem to be saying, it's okay for me to have five jobs, which gives me 50,000, 10,000 per job. And it's okay for a person not to have nothing at all. And that, this is the, the thing that I'm challenging, Sakina. Mm. And um, what about opportunities, you know, and, and, and circumstances that go along with this? Because in our industry, for example, um, um, most people are freelancers. So you do not have, you know, a, a, a um, permanent job that you can hold on to. So you've got to do many different jobs in order for you to um, sustain the sort of um, life that you want to lead. We, why are we allowing mediocrity like that? Why can't those free, so-called freelance jobs be converted into permanent jobs? Why are we giving politicians and, and, and the, the rich and the wealthy the, the right to abuse us with these you know, romanticized terminologies like free, freelancing? What is freelancing? Is it not a job? When you're freelancing, are you not doing a job? That is exactly my problem. Why don't we convert these freelancing or part-time jobs to permanent jobs so that individuals can also have opportunities? Why are we succumbing to situations where people are paid salaries that are not worth their while because they are so-called freelancing jobs so that they can have more jobs or, or many jobs as opposed to one job that sustains your life as a person. I think we, we're playing to the system, and this is, this is my passion. You know, you know that I, I've got serious problems mm-hmm. with this system. This is, we, it, it's a continuation of a bad thing. We, we are allowed to take uh, part-time jobs, freelancing jobs like in, in your career. I mean, I made an example on my article. You know, I listened to Sakina Kamuendo on, on, on SAFM uh, uh, Format 8, I, I tune to another radio station. I listen to an advert done by Sakina Kamuendo. I tune into SBC One. Sakina Kamuendo is is on on another advert on television, and and you cannot per se be claiming that because of the freelancing job situation that is 
or condonable? I, I don't think it is. Why? Why? If if Sakina cares, uh, I'm, I'm, I hope you, you you're not thinking I'm being personal, Sakina. I think you are. <laughs> Frankly, I think you are. But not just about me. I mean, you know, uh, uh, then you take it to the president, you take it to Vabakshni, you say people can do the jobs better. I mean, it, it ultimately it does become personal. Look, life is personal. The the livelihood is personal. People who are sleeping in the culvert. Sakina, I come from a background of being a hobo myself. I worked my life up to where I am today. Those people, are, those situations, those conditions where people are, are personal. If if I I also opted to be a criminal, I would not be talking to you. But it's not an easy job. It's not an easy way for me to have to have gone through all of these things to be where I am. Why why are we not making it personal when it comes to the effects on a personal person, on an individual? It becomes personal. We can say whatever we want to say. You know, you guys can get as much offended as you want. But the fact of the matter is, it is not nice for one person to be sitting at home, listening to, to, to one voice, seeing one voice, reading about one person. And at the end of the day, this person collects five, six, seven checks at the end of the month. When, when one person doesn't even collect a single check. Are we saying... KGM, Sakina, or whoever is the only one who has the ability and the capability to do these jobs. And and let me, let's face it, Sakina, you you're talking about me saying that 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 could be uh, good or best news readers out there. It's a fact. S- some of what we are given is mediocrity. It's subjective, though. It's it subjective. is. It is. But it, it it's a subjective fact. S- some of the people you ask yourself, how did this person get this job? But but then the person is gi- is given. Job after a job, a job after a, a job. You ask yourself, what about the talents? Sagina, I travel the length and breadth of this country. I come across a lot of talented young people. Some of them settle to what we offer them, not because they, 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 they really want to do that, because they, they are choosing not to be criminals, like, like the system is converting them to be criminals. They are choosing to rather go through the same route that I went through. But we also should not falter those who come back to us who are comfortable when they come to say, hey, come on, let's share. And, 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 and then we act surprised. We create criminals. When criminals affect us, then we act like we are surprised. We shouldn't be surprised. And, of course, we're talk, uh, talking about job hogging this morning, and I, I do suspect you've ruffled quite a few feathers already. So let's open those lines. Do you agree with KGM and his sentiments around job hogging, saying that, you know, we are basically uh, perpetuating this uh, situation of unemployed people in this country because people are holding on to jobs when they really uh, have no business doing so. One person, one job is basically what you are saying, KGM. So let's hear what uh, the other listeners have to say. 0891-104-208, AM Live on SAFM. That's where you can send your tweet and Facebook messages to or at Sakina Kamwendo. Otherwise, send us an SMS to the number 34701. Let's go to Advocate Bongo in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina and listeners at home. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, Thank you. Yes, advocate. Yeah, I, I've been listening to the the guy that we are hosting. I think he is a mediocre himself. He's <laughs> a member of parliament, and as members of parliament, we have we have sacrificed ourselves to members of parliament. We don't get medical aid for free. We don't get uh, a lot of things for free. Our cars, we 
uh, we'll have to take our cars from Nelly Street to here. So the work that we are doing here is not uh, out of our own way. It's a sacrifice for the people of South Africa. So I don't think uh, his views are just uh, our views, I think, from his own corner, wherever he is. And uh, the work that we are doing here is not the work general that, uh, that we have chosen for ourselves. And most of the people who do public service work are people who have sacrificed general. The medical aid is very expensive here. So you cannot come and mislead our people. And I think that you know, uh, people who take the stage of the radio must be people who want to communicate serious facts about what is happening in South Africa and the progress that the African National Congress is generally doing. So I think he, he must do a serious consultation with a lot of other stakeholders to ch- check. You must not do a desktop exercise about uh, what he's talking about. Okay? okay, Advocate Bongo in Cape Town, who's a member of Parliament. Thank you so much. Zakele in Johannesburg, good morning. Hello, Sakina, how are you? Well, and you? Fine. I just want to appreciate the guy who brought this topic. I think it started at the top. Our very own leader, they sit on a number of boards. And they are the ones who talk about the successful planning. There's people who've been working in those companies. When it's time for them to get a promotion, they are very same leaders, especially from politics. They occupy a number of boards, a sort of position in, in different companies' boards. And, 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 I, and I appeal to South Africa that we must be satisfied that we are lucky we have some form of an income. You just think about the situation that happened, for instance, at ESCOM, where we found out that the people that had been supplying diesel at ESCOM, they're actually running their own businesses. One of them was running a, a, a what you call it, a medical practice. Why didn't ESCOM say, either you're going to be full-time on this supplying gas to us and you're going to have to quit your job, or we need someone who's full-time in the gas business? The other thing that I want to talk about, which has got nothing to do with this, I'm telling you, Sakina, the government has run out of money. The municipalities don't have money. The ANC has stolen everything that is there to steal. There's nothing else to steal. Even if the ANC wants to continue stealing, there's nothing to steal anymore. And I ask companies like Deloitte and Charge and KPMG to do an audit on a voluntary basis. The country has run out of money because of years and years of squandering money. Okay, uh, that's uh, Kelly in Johannesburg. Chris, you're in Durban. Good morning. Gerald, is it Sakina? Okay, Gerald, we can take you. Thanks. Okay, there goes Gerald. Let's go back to Chris. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Sakina, and to your guest. How are you? Well, and you? Very well, thank you. Um, Firstly, I appreciate the debate that we've got this morning. Uh, I think it is quite a complex one, and uh, there are multiple facets to it. Um, Your guest has raised the points of, you know, talking to the upper executive level, um, and saying how, you know, people holding multiple directorships, uh, you know, non-executive directors, etc. Um, there clearly are different levels of uh, sort of job duplication or, or people holding multiple positions. And I think it's, it's far easier to have this debate at the lower levels where you're not talking about your, you know, white-collared, um, you know, skilled people, um, because there is a job shortage, uh, or should I say skill shortage, um, for people who are capable and understand some of the executive responsibilities. Um, and as, as a result, it's not easy to just say, well, one person will hold a directorship and will just spread the load amongst other people. There are uh, specialist skills required to hold these positions. 
Um, I do take the point that at the lower level, um, perhaps it is a bit easier to say, you know, one person, one job. But again, there, I think uh, unless you have been an employer and you look at the job markets and try to find people to fill those roles, it's difficult to say, well, okay, we'll just hire everyone um, and one job for all. Uh, that's the point I'd like to make. Thank you so much, Chris. And um, we're talking about job hogging this morning and uh, KGM giving us his views on this particular matter. But we're asking you, is this a problem in a country with a uh, high unemployment rate? And are there reasons that you can think about why some people would hog jobs? Um, to Sunny in Santon, good morning. How are you? Well, and you? Uh, I think, in as much as your guest is, uh, you know, presenting a point that we all agree on, but I think he's simplifying this thing too much. We have a shortage of skills in South Africa, so that's that's a, that's a reality that we must be alive to. We, we can't just we not we can't just give people jobs; they need to have the skills. So, in as much as we want to have people employed, but let's deal with the skills shortage. Thanks. Thank you so much, uh, Tusani. And uh, Wilson in Uppington, good morning. Shakina, how are you? Well, and you, Wilson? I'm all right. I'm all right. And hi to you, guess. Look, there are two sides of the story. I agree with him that people are job hogging. The recent uh, news headlines that one said Mr. Johnny Jordan just just given a mayorship, and now he can keep his work at Safa again. And if you look at that, somebody come and claim that, no, Jordan was not paid at Safa. But you ask the question, what was Jordan City doing and not getting paid? But again, why are we do, working in government, doing business with government? Simply, I'm a clerk in a department. I'm earning 7,000 rent. 7,000 rent is not enough for me to get my bond. I don't qualify for an RDP. The next thing, I must get a supplementary job in order for me to afford a car to afford a house. At the end of the day, I'm going to do government uh, uh, tenders again. So the system is a problem if we can look into that. Thank All you right. Thank you so much uh, um, uh, there uh, to Wilson in Uppington. Uh, Peter in Grahamstown, good morning. Hello, Sakina. Look, uh, um, straight to the point, KGM is a regular caller. Uh, I'd like him to just tell us what he stands for, how many jobs he creates, number one. And uh, he does make some good points, I do agree. And number two, I, I, I think I speak for a number of people. I've become accustomed to a light-hearted program on Friday, and I was looking forward to it. We really do have enough whinging, and uh, I was looking forward to this. Um, uh, you know, I, I identify myself by full name on radio because I create 10 uh, jobs on the farm with basically unem- unemployable people. Uh, and... I'm prepared to discuss that with you at some other time. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, 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 we look forward to a program on a Friday because uh, SAFM really does have some pretty heavy whinging uh, people on the radio. And uh, let's ask your guest to tell us what, what he does for the country, please. Thank you so much. Uh, Peter, Mike, in, uh, Mike, where are you calling from? Lichtenberg. Good morning. Thank Lichtenberg. You. Good morning. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, Sakina, I would uh, like to concur with KGM. I don't know if it's, it's the same KGM who usually calls in and... Uh, from it Peter. is. Okay, it is. thanks. KGM, good morning, my brother. Good, good morning, sir. Man, you know what? I've got no much to say, but uh, what all I want to say is that uh, uh, I respect you. And as for the guy who called, who said he is a parliamentarian, 
I think that guy for me, he was he is the last one to call in on the radio station and accuse you of being a mediocrity yourself. Because these guys they are getting paid for doing what? For doing absolutely nothing, KGM. And I like you for telling it like it is always. I listen to you a lot. So these guys they're getting this thing, what's that? Uh, 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 like some would call, they said they're doing business with government and they get paid how much? They get uh, subsidies on medical aid, on housing, on travel allowances, everything. And uh, they've got farms all around the country. So because you're telling the truth now, it hurts him. The truth always hurts KGM. But uh, one job for one person, I think it's okay. Because many people would be having employment if we couldn't follow that system. Because if you look, they're talking about skill shortages. Skill shortages. This government has been speaking for, about skill shortages for the past 20 years, KGM. For the past 20 years, they're still singing their old baboon song. Huh? Okay, we'll come back to that, uh, KGM. You've heard what uh, some of the listeners have had to say. I'll read you some of the messages as well. And uh, we'll continue taking those calls because we want to know this issue of job hogging. What are your views on this particular subject? Is it a problem in a country with high unemployment rate that some people would have more than one job? And um, our guest this morning, uh, he says that um, this is actually just a way of actually perpetuating the status quo, keeping the poor poor by actually giving more people more than one job when others have none. So what are your views on this particular matter? KGM, let me just get you to respond to some of the issues raised by the callers uh, before the break though. Thank you Sakina. I'm glad that uh, uh, the news were read. I was a bit worried that uh, <laughs> Fabagni would have disappeared. <laughs> but um, Advocate Bongo from Cape Town uh, I didn't expect anything different from him, really. I mean, parlanti- parliamentarians, as the caller from Lachtenberg uh, made it very clear, they're hypocrites of notes, uh, and I'm generalizing. I'm talking to those who will be feeling offended of something as factually true as the point that I'm raising. Uh, Zakele in, in Johannesburg. But when you say it's factually true... Yes, it is. Uh, uh, how so? Explain that to me. Look, Sagina, uh, I think some of the callers have alluded to these facts. We We have... A practical example of... Can I give examples in, in, in your own, own uh, field? Go for it. Right. Um, you know, one interesting story that, that I have, and, and I respect and I, I really don't have anything personal against Bonang as, 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 a, as a person, as a celebrity, whatever she is. You, you remember that, was it a year or so? Last year sometimes, you guys fired Bonang um, for, for infringing on the policy of SABC? The very same Bonang comes up out of the blue, mushroom somehow. I don't know how you guys sorted it out. You never even came to us and tell us the reason why you decided of everybody else. I'm sure there were other people who could have wanted to do, uh, to take over after Nolene. I'm sure having her handling, uh, what's the program on SABC? Um, SABC3 actually. Uh, I, I forgot what, what the other program she does on SABC3. If, if if you telling me that that is okay, I must just sit back and say, oh, well, Bonang is so over-talented, she can do everything else, when there are other equally, if not better, capable 
ladies if you were looking for a lady out there who can do the same job i don't buy that so if they are there and if they are so capable why haven't they been given those jobs where where are they because those who are presently currently occupying those positions do not allow others from outside to come in you you know that what do you mean by that because she does not employ herself does she that's exactly the point the, we we've we've got a rotten system, Sakina. You know that in order, before before uh, uh, companies, even government, have has this policy that before they can advertise a job outside, they they have what they call internal advertisement of jobs. Why are you internalizing it? What, what for? You are, you are advertising a job to people who are already employed. If you want to promote somebody who deserves to be promoted, why do you even want to talk about uh, advertising that job? That person deserves to be promoted. Promote them without even creating a sensation around the job. Now, if, if you, you advertise it and you want people from outside to compete just because you, you want to, to formalize and officiate something as rotten as that policy, I don't think it's a, it's a fair situation or, or, or decision, Sakina. That's exactly my point. So, and as I said... A lot of callers have covered on, on these issues. They, they are supporting this because this is what we are experiencing on a, on a daily basis. The problem is, Sakina, this is an unpalatable so-called sensitive issue. I, I'm, I'm of the view that we need to really talk about it. Some of the callers talked about, like Chris in Deben, they talked about skills shortage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, that's a joke. What skills shortage? What, what have we been doing since 2000, I mean 1994 up until now? We've been talking skill development, skill development. We've been pumping money into so-called developing people. Where are these people that we're developing? Executive, ex- executives in, in their own companies. And, and uh, can, can Chris know that I'm also an executive in my own company? Uh, I don't talk like bashing because I'm sitting somewhere where I don't understand like he was insinuating. No, no, no. I, I sit in executive meetings as well. I make executive decisions. But if I don't have a policy within my company that promotes empowerment and development of people, of course, I will see it fit for me to have five, six jobs at a time. That's what they do. They create this system so that they can come and tell us that there's no skills, uh, uh, people are not skilled. Why are we not skilling people if people are not skilled? The... So, so, so if these people who have more than one job were to quit that job, would that equate to creating employment? Not necessarily. I'm not saying uh, ridiculously people should just quit for the sake of quitting. I'm saying we, 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 ha- we know that we've got a serious problem of unemployment. As we create this, these opportunities, is it not, Sagina, can I give one example with one career path, for instance? Mm-hmm. Currently, as we are talking, in institutions of higher learning we know that there are teachers that have been trained to come and teach our students in different educational sphere am I, am I correct if if that is the case why are we not creating those jobs already guaranteed for those students why are we training more students and and creating less jobs and then we sit and we say well there are no jobs secondly if there are jobs that requires one person to have five jobs as it were why are we not taking from those who have the same capabilities same qualities same abilities and same qualifications to come and feed load to to fill up those positions should we say no 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 because we we don't see them by the way i i've been in a situation sakina where I, i i meet people you you guys will be having auditions for instance for a radio station people line up 
coming for auditions when when already there's there's a person internally who has been a decision has been made a long time ago that you are the one who's going to take the slot why are you raising the hopes of these other people who come line up do these auditions only to find out oh okay they actually just recycled sakina from this program to that program or from that station to to this station why do we do that why are we playing with people's emotions well is it possible that she was indeed just the better candidate the best candidate for the job anyway listen to sakina if if we're going to go with the fact that people are the best and we we can't even prove whether they are the best or not but can you prove the, the can you prove the converse yes i can how G- so give give me give me few positions within sabc let me let me give you candidates that will fill those positions without a doubt do that ah okay let's take it back to the can, lines 0891104208 yes yes can i say that can i can i answer peter peter wiley in gramstown it's very important he put, he put a challenge on me oh yes 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 peter peter my friend he, he, you you said something very interesting you want to know what what is it that i'm doing mm-hmm. let me tell you from being a hobo to to where i am today i have employed over 14000 people to date 14000 people have gone through my employment i've empowered over 2000 people that i can give you factually reference to for you to to be able to verify in your town peter wiley in gramstown we are busy right now creating a vehicle through the the university of stellenbosch uh, i mean of of gramstown what, what is it Rhodes University we are busy with the SRC there giving them we, it, not only the uh, Grahamstown the whole of the Eastern Cape we are offering young and upcoming entrepreneurs franchises for free Peter franchises that cost 500,000 plus I'm giving them those for free training them for free I, I'm creating not only employment but I'm also creating a business entrepreneurs so mm. when, when so are you saying we shouldn't do uh, part-time jobs we shouldn't supplement income if you have one job that's it you shouldn't delve uh, into anything else i'm saying let's force this government to stop creating mediocrity and we accept cre- mediocrity let's stop politicians from pay- okay. playing with our emotions it's All as right. simple as that let's go back to the lines gerald in durban good morning asikina asikaji Yeah, just uh, firstly, I mean, there's never any excuse for crime. We had the global financial crisis. You know, millions of people unemployed all over the world. There's just no excuse for it, especially the violent crime that we have here. Secondly, he's been talking for a long time now about something, and the simple word is cronyism. If you're connected in this country, you get a job anyway. Just look what happened at Eskom. A whole lot of people appointed there. Obviously, can't do the jobs. They leave us fancy packages. Look what's happened to Danny Judan. He's holding two jobs. He knows nothing about running a municipality. He's just been appointed the mayor. But what KG is talking about, and his own story sounds like that, is that you can either sit in, a, in, a, in an aspirational society and determine your own future, or you can sit back and hope that the government and the union is going to do everything for you. Now, if you look at the UK elections, they clearly voted for an aspirational society. They don't want to sit in a council flat. They don't want handouts from the government. They don't want grants for their kids. They want to determine their own destiny. Now, we can do that in this country if we put the right things in place. If we put the education system, the, the right education system in place. If we put the right people in government, you can run things like the parastatals. We can't generate jobs if we can't have anyone who can generate electricity. 
But that goes back to you simply sort out the education system. You give people access to broadband. You can YouTube anything and teach yourself any skill. It's not a skill you cannot Google and find out how to do anything. But if you're really desperate and you never had a chance to get an education, you get into a company, you learn every job you can. Don't listen to the union that says only work within your job description. Take on any job. Any skill you learn, you'll trade out mm. in the market. After 10 years, you'll be able to take your boss on. Mm. Yeah, but Gerald, before I let you go, you know, you talk about cronyism and things like that, but that is not peculiar to the public service. This no, happens no, in the I'm private sector is, but, as but, well. But, 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 but not in the private sector, but in my own company, I have the right to employ my uh, family and friends because the money doesn't come from the taxpayer. But when you put your hand up to say that you're going to govern a country and you're going to do it fairly and impartially with taxpayers' money, then you cannot, like in every parasite, employ every auntie, cousin, and nephew that simply cannot do the job. Okay. I mean, in your, within your All own right. institution and everywhere else. Yeah. Okay, we've got to run. Many calls to get through. Anonymous in KZN, good morning. Um, good morning, Sakina, and uh, congratulations for this excellent program. Uh, particularly in government institutions, this whole issue of a government official holding a job and then taking on a private um, uh, work relating to government work as well is totally fraudulent. It is actually a conflict of interest and those people shouldn't be called job hoggers. They are committing fraud and it sh- people should be arrested and stopped from doing that sort of thing. It's totally unjustified. It's a total conflict of interest and it's actually illegal. So all these people, government officials that are doing that, they should, people, uh, a stop should be put to it immediately. Furthermore, you have counsellors, many of whom are teachers. So what's happening in the schools when the counsellors are sitting in council meetings or workshops? I think that should also be looked in very, very seriously because I think that's impacting tremendously on the development of our school children and in the fraudulent behaviour occurring in government. Thank you, Sakina. Thank you so much, uh, Anonymous and KZN. Well, 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 heating up here. Oh, oh it's already very hot. But uh, talking about job hogging this morning, is this a problem? Is it a problem that some people hold down more than one job? KGM said, yes, it says it is a problem in a country where we have high unemployment rates. And um, it's also just a way of perpetuating poverty in this country. Zephin Dendleton, good morning. Good morning, SK. Welcome. Are you with me? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Just first thing first, it's just to rectify KGM. In institutions of higher learning, we don't have teachers, but we have lecturers, and that is a fact. Now, secondly, I'm having a problem with the, the examples he is giving. The first example about the president, I find it very, very, very disrespectful uh, to make the president as an example. Secondly, to that, it seems as if he doesn't understand the system, the processes of uh, how he became the president of the ANC, as much as the president of, of the country. Now, thirdly, the example he gave about the attack of William Falco, I am not sure if he's missing a point that uh, those people who are involved in, in what you call in trying to, 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 to hold uh, William Falco, these are foreigners. And then lastly, uh, I'm not sure whether is it clinging in his mind the question of competences and expertise. The question will be, are the people, are the people who are not employed holding relevant expertise 
for, 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 for those vacancies. Really, I have a problem. Maybe this one is trying to wake himself up. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Zephin Denelton. Let's go to East London. Funani, good morning. Thanks a lot. Uh, the, your anonymous caller touched on the things I wanted to touch on because my problem is exactly at a lower level where Funani is providing soap to this department, toilet paper on the other department is a grass cutter building toilets, not even him, but he's employing people that he will give 0.2% of the money that he's netting while he's still working for the same department. All I have to do is just to declare, to declare to the SG in the province that I'm this criminal who works in this department, makes money from these many other projects, and then it's okay because I'm not the only one. The entire system is corrupt. So I just wish that if it was possible, that some of the topics that we discuss, like this one, this is very serious, that if it was possible that they be escalated and a resolution or an action be taken on it, because it can solve a lot of problems. One person making so much money while other people are suffering. Why is it that we can't have a permanent grass-cutting section in a department? People will put that on a full-time basis, not get the 1,500 when the person who, who received the tender gets about 100,000. This is not fair. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Funani. So are we saying people should be less industrious? Are we saying they should just settle for one job and that is it? Because you can't be greedy and go and look for another opportunity because there are many people in this country who are unemployed. So I have a job. It means I should stop thinking about, you know, coming up with ideas, KGM of doing something else because I'm already employed. That's not what I'm saying, uh, Sakina. And thanks to to the callers, um, th- th- that can never be the the, the point. Uh, for instance, Sakina, in in my in my company, uh, we've got po- a policy that says if if you're employed with us, you have two years in which we give you an opportunity to grow. If you cannot uh, be elevated to a, a senior or a higher position from where you are in two years, then you are redundant. You must either come knock at KGM's door and say, KGM, I've seen how, how you do business. I would also want to run my own business. Can you help me, whether it be it with, with funds, whether it be it with, with connections, whatever the case might be. So I'm not suggesting what uh, is insinuated, that people must just be stagnant and, and sit on, 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 on their laurels where they are. All I'm saying is that, can we share? Can people not have more than one job until the, the problem of unemployment is resolved in the country? Then we can have two jobs, three jobs, four jobs. Because, Sakina, here is the, the flip side of the coin that we are not addressing. What is this job hogging creating? It creates crime. It creates corruption. It creates this notion of of the example that I gave earlier of Mr. Mr. Mvoko that has been distorted by one of the callers. I, I, I didn't I didn't say that, that that is correct. What what happened? All I said was we we go around driving flashy cars. We go around uh, with uh, flashy uh, uh, gadgets. We 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 are obviously saying to to the the poor, the hungry, and the unemployed. Uh, well, you should also feel like having one. So wh- when they come and say, okay, let me have it because you're you're not giving me an opportunity to 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 get it, then we start complaining. That's exactly what I was trying to. So to when address. it comes to opportunities, who's supposed to create opportunities? 
technologies. Hence, I was talking about uh, being industrious. So are we saying that people should wait for government to create employment for them, whereas other people are actually going out there and in many instances creating opportunities for them to actually do these jobs? No, 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 no. I, I would be misleading people if I were to say they must wait for government. Government is, is I hate the system, Sakina, you know it. I, I, I don't support it. And if I was saying that, Sakina, I will not be, I would not have employed up to 14,000 people at the moment. I would, I would not be giving people opportunities as I am in the Eastern Cape uh, currently and as I've done throughout the country. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, Sakina, when it comes to issues of jobs, whether be it in the private sector or at at the public sector, can we be human enough to say, if I have two positions, three positions that gives me two, three salaries come month end, what am I thinking? What am I saying about somebody out there who doesn't have a job at all? People are complaining, as an example, about people who stand in the streets and, 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 and start begging and asking for money, Sakina. I, I know that there are those that if you offer them those jobs, uh, they will reject them because it's comfortable for them to beg and get, get things for free. But what are we also saying about those who wish for those opportunities that we are not offering to them? Let's be fair about this whole thing. Okay. If, we, if we want South Africa to work, we cannot just say this continuation of a bad thing that the, the, the elite a privileged few must be the only ones that are benefiting at the expense of the overwhelming majority. We are creating a problem ourselves. All right, let's let's hear from a few more of our listeners. Sigin Randberg, good morning. Uh, good morning, Sakina. Sakina, my sincere sympathies. Uh, uh, I, I I feel for you. You are, a, uh, to a large extent, at least a freelance uh, journalist. And and freelance journalists in this country, like Vibakshni too, uh, they 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 uh, are being exploited. They don't hog jobs. They are competing freely and fairly in the in the best interests of of, of free enterprise and and excellence. And and you have nothing to be ashamed of for holding. Uh, many so-called jobs because you're doing that without a pension and 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 without a medical aid and without any fringe benefits well maybe there are fringe benefits of sorts that come in uh, on a free enterprise basis but you've got nothing to be ashamed of the guys who need to be ashamed of themselves are the are the leaders of the country uh, who are holding directorships in all of free enterprise they all, Anglo-American, all, all these big companies, they're all being run by directors who come from the ANC directly or indirectly, uh, previous ANC members, some of them are. And, 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 and yes, uh, they cannot possibly do justice to the jobs they're holding down because they got too many directorships. And guess how much money, how many mm. millions they pull into their dirty pockets. Shame on them. Okay, that's uh, Six View and Randberg. Let's go to JJ in Pulukwane. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Fred. How are you? Good and you, JJ. Very fine. Uh, KGL is speaking a lot of times at his level of understanding things. Uh, but things are more sophisticated than he, he looks at them. For instance, the rules of the country says we should wait for eight hours and if Babakshi is reading news from that station and that station and that station that makes eight hours and then you see somebody holding so many posts is a problem. If Sakina is working at various programs within the SABC and he sees people holding many positions 
That is a problem. But at his level of understanding, it's fine. But I don't believe that um, we should say people steal because they don't have jobs, people rape because they don't have wives and girlfriends, people steal because they are hungry. It's to simplify things to, I don't know to, the, to which level, but okay. I, I give him the credit of what he's saying. Thank Bye-bye. you so much, um, uh, JJ. Let's uh, take Sebastian in Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning. There's also a problem of being people being forced to work or, or pressured to work excessive hours uh, so that the employer can employ less people and make more money. An example is when I was in hospital recently, one of the nurses explained to me the very negative effects on her family life of having to work 12-hour shifts. Now, if that hospital chain, uh, which reports very good profits, uh, ran three shifts a day of eight hours each instead of two shifts a day of 12 hours each, then they would be uh, employing one-third more nurses uh, uh, and so on and so forth. So, and, and this is all, besides being in blue-collar jobs, this is very prevalent in white-collar jobs where uh, managerial classes are exempted from uh, the limits on, on hours worked and, and are sp- especially pressured to work excessive hours. But it applies across the board. If if hours were cut down uh, across the board, then many more jobs would be created. All right. Uh, thank you so much. And then um, uh, Peter in Harrismith, very quickly, Peter. Uh, good morning, sister. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. I, I just want to thank this brother of mine, KGM. Eh? That is the open truth, what he says. People mustn't have more than one job. Let's share. We must have the spirit of sharing. I'll give you an example. Our government of South Africa is supposed to bring up some programs such as wherever a person is working should be empowered by that company. There is a certain age that when you reach that age, that company should also promote you, or when you are a drive, truck driver, they can also give you a truck to start your own things. Okay. That is paving a way for other younger people to occupy his position in Kenya. Well, thank you so much, uh, Peter in Harrismith. Uh, it clearly set the cat amongst the pigeons this morning, uh, KGM. You know, uh, thank you so much uh, for sharing that with us. What's your parting shot? Uh, thank you, Sakina. I'm, I'm humbled for the opportunity. South Africa. All that I'm saying is this, um, for, for us to be able to deal with unemployment, which perpetuates crime and corruption, uh, poverty and hunger, we need to be realistic as a people. We need to look at this thing from other people's perspective as well. As the last caller says, can we share? Let's create opportunities and not keep them for ourselves because we want to live a luxurious life. Mm. Le- but you can't exactly be a school leaver and go and uh, do a nursing job. Absolutely, no, I agree with that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying le- let's have those luxuries, but also creating opportunities and allowing others to also have the same as what we have, if not better. Well, that's it for this morning. Thanks so much, uh, KGM. And wow, I tell you what, um, it has unleashed a storm. But uh, yeah. We'll get talking on these matters ever so often. So thanks for your great participation this morning. And you can go to our website. You'll find some of the contributions from the various uh, sites on that website. And thanks to the production team. You have yourself a fantastic weekend. It is 9 o'clock and time for news with Vibakshni Chetty Miller.